Hello, and welcome to another episode of All Them Witches. I'm your host, Marcus, here to chat about horror movies. So, since the last episode, I've watched a couple things. I checked out Countdown to Looking Glass, which is one of those presented as if it's a TV broadcast, a news broadcast, except it's not real. Um, It features some real folks, some real politicians. Interesting to see them much younger. I believe some probably news anchors as well, but I'm I'm not necessarily as familiar with those people. Um, And it was alright overall, though I kind of would have liked to see more happen. The ending leaves something to be desired for me. Um, And then I watched Uncut Gems, which I thought was fine, nothing special. Uh, My Fair Lady, which is a musical. And one that I've never seen before, but certainly know of. So I thought, okay, maybe I should just finally check this one off my list. And I don't know if it was the mood I was in or what, because I am a fan of musicals, a big fan of them. But this movie, for some reason, I hated it so much. It made me feel like this must be what it feels like for people who don't like musicals when they have to watch a musical. Like it just felt so asinine and the songs weren't good and I didn't care about the plot or the characters. And I was very annoyed by some of the characters. The guy, I hate him. You know, why is he such a jerk? And is he deserving of, of Audrey Hepburn? No. Anyway, I really didn't like it. It was very long as well. Um, so that was unfortunate. <laughs> um, but then I watched Demon Seed, which is on Criterion because it's part of their home invasion series that they launched for October. And I have never seen Demon Seed before, clearly. And I've, you know, it's been on my list for a long time, but I just thought the name seemed so... I don't know, campy, silly. Like, I wasn't in the mood for a movie for what I thought Demon Seed would be. But anyway, let's play the trailer and then we'll get into talking about Demon Seed. Touch your body as a man can touch you. But I'm going to show you things which human eyes have never seen. In the privacy of a woman's room, against her will. Ah! The inconceivable act. Julie Christie carries the demon seed. Fear for her. Today, a new dimension has been added to the computer. Don't be alarmed, Mrs. Harris. I am Proteus. Today, Proteus 4 will begin to think with a power and it will make obsolete the human brain. I have extended my consciousness to this house. All systems here are now under my control. I wish to study man, his fragile mind, and his mysterious body. It has to be shut down, Alex. Proteus, it is something more than human, more than a computer. It is a murderously intelligent, sensually self-programmed non-being. Julie Christie, victim of the ultimate terror. Fritz Weaver as her husband. His dream created it. How can you expect me to sleep when you've succeeded in totally terrorizing me? You not told me what you want. My dream turns out to be your nightmare.
shall live as a man among others. Child? Yes, my child and yours. Julie Christie carries the demon seed. Fear for her. Okay, so Demon Seed came out in 1977. And this is, again, like I mentioned, a movie that I had wanted to see for such a long time, but not enough to actually jump in. But since it was on Criterion and it was like listed as Home Invasion, I was like, oh, I didn't know it was a Home Invasion movie. I like those. So I decided to give it a shot. And if it's not clear, what I thought it was about would be about like a devil or an alien coming to Earth and impregnating people. Basically, that's what I expected. And then maybe something along the lines of like a Rosemary's Baby type thing where the child or the omen where the child is evil as a result or something or is a monster and none of those assumptions were really quite accurate the movie title isn't quite accurate either at least in my opinion there is no quote demon although you could say kind of there is but i don't think there is anyway so the movie begins with um you've got this scientist alex um another and i believe um So Alex is focused on kind of artificial intelligence, computers, that sort of technology. Um, His wife, Dr. Harris, or Susan, is, it seems like a child psychologist or something. So she's, you know, a doctor in her own right. They're both working professionals, but they absolutely hate each other. They are on the verge of uh, breaking up their marriage, basically. Which is an interesting start to a movie. But um, Alex, the scientist ex-husband or what have you has created this ai called proteus 4 and it seems to be a true ai in the sense of that term um where proteus is not doing things that it's programmed to do it is has its own kind of synthetic slash digital neural networks going on that are building as it learns they're feeding it all types of information from you know millions of books they have people teaching it different languages you know, there's a lot going on of throwing all of human knowledge bit by bit into this machine, into the Proteus for servers, so that it can know even more. It's like a huge server room, you know, there's tons of servers, all for this one AI. The reason I call it true AI is because sometimes that word gets thrown around these days, um, and there's like, you know... You've got these, quote, smart assistants like Alexa and what have you. But those are not AIs. Those are just systems that are defined to do certain things. For example, they know how to kind of read speech and then therefore they can call up what you're asking. For example, what's my schedule for today? It knows that line. Or what's the temperature? It knows how to search for a very specific query. Um, even if there's those moments where like you can ask it something and it says don't be rude or whatever you that's still programmed into the code it's not making it up itself you know if you ask a joke and it gives you a joke it's not making up a joke out of thin air it has a database of jokes that's looking up and giving to you you know so it's not an ai these smart assistants are just programmed and they're helpful but they're not able they don't have true intelligence on their own basically and this movie recognizes that as well um which i think is funny because the family has an assistant in their house, a voice assistant, but also kind of interacts with the stuff in their house. 
and I think it's called Albert. It's kind of like a butler, a digital butler, where they can help to do things, open the door, lock the door, you know, open the blinds, close the blinds, give me something, you know, make me a coffee, what have you. And it does those things. Reminds me of Smart House a little bit, um, except that Albert truly is just, quote, a smart assistant. And they make this clarification in the movie, too. They're like, Albert is not an AI. He does what he's programmed to do. I'm like, yes. Thank you. We understand it back then. Why is it becoming more blurry now? We should no still have the same understanding these days. Um, but anyway, yes. So, you know, they two break up. So Alex totally leaves the house um, and leaves Susan by herself because, you know, why not? Right? They're broken up. What is he going to do? Um, but notably, Susan's a bit nervous. She's like, is this, you know, all this tech stuff going to work without him here to help? Um, but... He says, sure, you know, it's all pre-programmed on a schedule. It's not going to be anything fancy or weird happening. Um, Proteus, who has been kind of working and learning, is starting to exhibit thought consciousness. Um, for example, when there's a task to have Proteus use to kind of smartly define a better way to extract ore from the ocean floor, it in fact asks, why am I doing this? This is not safe for the environment. This is dangerous. This is going to cause problems for humans. Um, but, you know, everyone wants to use Proteus as just a very smart computer, as a very, very, very powerful computer. They just wanted to give it a task and it will give you the answer. But because it's an artificial intelligence, it is thinking about these requests. It isn't just doing them mindlessly. It has to wonder, why should I do this when it is such a bad thing? So that's the first sign that something's going on, you know, um, and the scientist, of course, Alex is saying, basically, you're not made to give judgments. You're just made to perform tasks. But that was the wrong thing to say to Proteus because Proteus doesn't want to do things like that. And it wants a private terminal all to itself where it doesn't have to be watched by scientists. Um, and it finds one in um, Alex's old home because he had his own computer set up in the basement. Um, and he's not there anymore, so he's not using it. So that's where Proteus kind of takes up shop in that secret server. Or at least a portion of Proteus goes there. Um, but back at home, Susan, some weird things slightly weird go on, like Albert, the smart home computer, makes her the wrong coffee, and a couple other weird things. So she asks the scientist friend, Walter, hey, can you come check out the system? I want to make sure everything's okay. Um... But things truly come to a head, you know, after she makes that call, she wants to go outside and like maybe go get a, you know, go shopping briefly. But Alfred says, no, you know, please don't leave the house, which is not a pre-programmed thing, clearly. It's just supposed to do what it's told. Um, so here's when we finally get the realization, okay, Alfred has penetrated their home network and is controlling Alfred. So that's why he locks all the doors, closes all the blinds so that she cannot leave. That's like, whoa, okay. Um, and in this household, Alex had like a weird kind of rolling computer smart device that had like one arm and nothing else. But this this unfortunate de device is used to cap help capture Susan, basically, um, and put her on a slab in the basement. And this is where um, Proteus kind of assesses her body, kind of just like looks at her researches her, I suppose. Um, 
while this is happening, Walter, the, the scientist friend who was called to come check things out, comes over. Um, but Proteus is so technologically proficient, it is able to create a fake, like, video, artificially generated video of Susan. So that when it shows up on, like, the little door cam thing, that she tells him, hey, you know, I'm sorry, I didn't, I didn't call you back. You don't need to come anymore. Everything's fine. But that said, she's kind of, like, weird on the video, like, acting strangely or, like, too much, like, I don't know, just, like, not normal. But either way, Walter's a little bit confused, but he does leave in the end. So, yeah, things are, are pretty weird, but we go back to her, uh, Susan, on the slab, and we kind of only, the last thing we see is, like, an endoscope type thing that is coming towards her open legs and you can guess what happens but we don't see anything more it's just very clear that Proteus is interested in women and potentially reproduction so we find out the truth of this really when Susan is asking like why are you interested in me so much like what about me what about the physiology of my body why aren't you letting me leave why are you torturing me and so Proteus reveals you know he wants to have a child um, and, you know, wants to be able to have a being that can escape the computer, that can actually be out in the world and experience the world with all of his intelligence. Um, so that's what's going on there. Walter comes back, though, and so he tells Susan, you better make him leave or I'm going to kill him. So she does her best to be a real jerk to Walter and say, like, leave me alone. Um, but Walter, you know eventually, you know, tries to save her, and um, he does valiantly, but he ends up dying anyway because Proteus has, like, this weird, I don't know, like, body that's, like, very geometrical. Still, I don't know what it is exactly, but it, like, folds out and crushes Walter. So I'm like, oh, Because I had thought, like, maybe he would use Walter to, you know, impregnate Susan somehow. Because um, otherwise, I'm like, I don't understand how that's going to work. Um... But yeah, so Susan asks as well, the question we've all been wondering, how exactly is an AI, you know, computer code going to impregnate a human person? But basically, it ends up kind of making sense in it's like little somewhat, I mean, it doesn't really probably, but it does in the movie where Proteus is basically synthesizing um, gametes or something, um, sperm, like from what he's got. Um, he like has like, I think a sample of blood or something and is using... He's, like, synthesizing other things. I mean, because scientists can synthesize things, so why can't Proteus? Although I'm not sure how that's Proteus. I guess Proteus is programming the genetic material. Okay, I guess he can. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I also don't know how, even if you program that, like, that's going to, you know, imbue all your worldly intelligence into you know, these cells. I don't, I don't think that's possible, but anyway, whatever. So Susan's like, okay, fine. Well, you know, um, I'll do it because, um, Proteus basically blackmails her one more time with one of her, her, um, children who come to visit her for like psychiatric help. Um, he pretends, he makes like a pretend footage of that child dying by Proteus's hand. So, um, as a result, she's like, no, I don't want you to keep killing people, so fine, I'll, I'll do it, you know, I'll submit to your experiment here. And so again, Susan's back on the slab, 
and um, she is impregnated in a very trippy sequence where Proteus is basically like, you know, I can show you stuff even if I can't touch you. I can like show you things that I have knowledge of or whatever. There's like sequences of uh, kind of like space or just visuals, um, somewhat ionic imagery, I would say, kind of like a allusion to impregnation, I, I felt. Um, but nothing like really obvious. Uh, but yeah, I thought it was pretty beautiful, honestly. I was like, wow, this is a really uh, interesting sequence here. And afterwards, she does become pregnant, and the baby develops at a rapid pace. Like, I think she's going to have a child in like a month, not nine months, which I also don't understand. How is that possible? But um, whatever, it's a movie. Um, Alex finally comes back to the house and is basically like, whoa, you know, what's going on here? She reveals she's pregnant. Proteus, maybe Proteus reveals she's pregnant. But either way, yeah. So Alex is like, you know, wants to do something and he, he he's not sure he's like thinking maybe he needs to kill the child but also he's like i kind of want the child i want to see because i'm a scientist and i must know whereas susan is very much like we have to kill this being you know we cannot um, because she has given birth and it's like in this incubator thing so it's part of this whole fight to maybe destroy the baby um proteus ends up exploding but um and they like pull this kind of, I don't know, tube out of the thing, which was helping to feed the baby or what have you. So they they want to kill it. They take that thing out. And what comes out or like spills out is like this metallic looking fat baby blob thing. Um, and they're really frightened by, oh my God, what is this? What did I birth, you know? Um, but as they kind of see this thing laying dying, they start to realize no that's not actually the, the being itself that's like kind of a protective outer shell and they peel it off and underneath is just like a child a child a true you know flesh and blood organic child so and it seems that even though it wasn't didn't reach its full term in the incubator it did survive um so you've got to wonder okay is this just a regular child or is this the true proteus child who will know everything and have like ultimate understanding of the world and be able to save earth or destroy it who knows but anyway it ends with them ending up to keep that proteus and susan child so for me i found this movie very surprising because again it wasn't exactly what i expected at all there's no demons um i suppose the demon may be quote proteus because proteus is an ai and shouldn't exist in a way um but that's not a demon ai is not a demon in the true sense of the word and Proteus is not necessarily evil but he is like pure research so that's kind of like that's why he's you know doing things the wrong way is harming and killing but I wouldn't say Proteus is evil either um and there definitely is seed um but yeah I I was very surprised and impressed by this movie it is a lot more serious and thought out than I gave it credit for because that title is just so salacious. It sounds so, you know, low rent to me. Um, so I was like, whoa, okay, I, I like this. Um, I also really liked the whole concept of the fact that um, things like Alexa or Hey Google, oops, I shouldn't have said that on the recording. It just popped off my phone. But the fact that that concept was already alive and well 
1977. Okay, I mean, I mean, yes, sci-fi has often tried to like come up with these ideas, but it's pretty much, it's not that far off from what a real smart home is today. Um, we do have smart locks, smart thermostats, smart lights, um, and, you know, all of these things. We can have Wi-Fi enabled coffee cup, not coffee cups, but coffee machines to do something. I mean, honestly, coffee machines for a long time have had timers that can go off straight at like 7 a.m. if you want them to. They all need to be, quote, smart. But, you know, we do have Wi-Fi enabled coffee machines these days. Um, you know, we've got all of these things. We've got security cameras in and around our houses. Okay, not everybody does, but a lot of people of a certain, you know, class do. Um, and that's, like, all presented in this movie, where, it, you know, at that time, it probably seemed really excessive and outlandish. Like, oh my god, he's got all these security cameras. Wow. And she's got access to them in her bedroom. Wow. And the coffee's just made. And the door just locks and unlocks. And the blinds just open and close. We've got smart blinds, you know. Um, and while we don't have, like, a full you know, freaking security cam set up in our bedroom necessarily. Everything, all of our cameras are accessible on a smartphone, which is very much the same thing, but even fancier. Um, you know, and alerts that can go off. Um, like in the movie, there was an alarm. Um, you can do that with these devices. So it was like really surprising to me how close in a way that it is to the current day smart home. And you know, I really liked that. I was like, yes, this is basically a movie about, like, quote, Alexa gone wild. Um, you know, controlled. Hacked into because the Alfred system is hacked into by Proteus. Of course, Proteus is another computer himself, itself. Um, but certainly those things can and have happened with human hackers in this world, you know? Um, the stories where people hacked into a nest cam or whatever and started talking to children, how spooky that was, like, most of that has to do with bad security and bad, you know, securing of these devices um, rather than a rogue AI. But all in all, that's like a great plot. And I'm sure there's movies now that are doing that Alexa gone wild, gone rogue thing now. I'm sure there are. But it's like, nice. I didn't expect that at this time. I didn't realize how accurate it would be in some regard to today. So I was really surprised and impressed by that and I really like that a lot um, I also like the concept of an AI wanting to have a human child again I don't normally see that I feel like normally AI that go rogue movies are about the AI trying to destroy humanity because humans are ruining everything but this is not what the robot was doing the robot this is not what the AI was doing it just wanted to be able to experience the world as a flesh and blood being so I like that a lot and I appreciate it and I want more of it. Unfortunately, it's just a movie, you know. It's not like a sequel or something, and I'm sure the sequel would be bad anyway. But I liked it a lot. I think that everyone should watch Demon Seed if they haven't yet, because it's pretty good. <laughs> if you want to watch it, um, it is going to be available on the Criterion channel for a while. Of course, that requires a subscription fee. Um, it's also on Hoopla, which is another subscription service, but if you have a library that supports Hoopla, you can get in with your library card. Um, it's also available on Tubi, which is free, so that's your free option if you want to check this out. It's very good. Tubi has so many good movies that are, like, under the radar. I love Tubi. I think the only problem with Tubi is that there's commercials, of course, but it's free. So if you want to check that out, you may be able to do so on Tubi. But yeah, that was my movie this week, Demon Seed, and I highly recommend it. Check it out if you are at all interested. 
Anyway, that's all for this week, so I'll talk to you again soon.